Hello, I'm Alexia, and let me help you to take the fear out of birth with a mix of real-life positive birth stories and birthing experts sharing their wisdom. I'll also be sharing techniques for getting into the fearless birthing mindset. And join the Fearless Mumship community for bonus podcast episodes, access to free birth preparation downloads, and loads more stuff to help you to prepare for a positive birth. Join today at fearfreechildbirth.com. Hello and welcome to episode 206 of the Fear Free Childbirth podcast. This is me, your host, Alexia Leachman. Thank you so much for joining me today. Now, on today's show, we're going to be talking about a fear of pain. This is such a big area, or at least it's such a big fear for so many women who are pregnant, who are thinking about their upcoming birth, that I thought it warranted a little bit more attention because I'm getting so many emails from the women who are going through my video training program, who are emailing me telling them about their worries of pain, their fear of pain, and how much pain is really preying on their mind. And so that is why I thought I would give it some focus in today's episode. But before I go into talking about all that, I do have a couple of things I do want to share with you. First of all, I've got a big hello. Today's hello goes to Amanda. Now, Amanda is a friend of the show and she's been a long time friend of the show, actually. And she wrote to tell me how excited she was when she was pregnant. And I think she emailed me when originally she was maybe six or eight weeks pregnant. Well, anyway, she's just had her scan and she's found out that it's triplets. And she wrote to me for some advice. I'm thinking, why did she write to me? Why did you, Amanda? I have no idea about triplets. I've only had one at a time. And that's pretty demanding as it is. So if any of you listening have had triplets or know friends who have had triplets or know good sources of information for somebody who is about to have triplets, then let me know here at the show. We have got a thread going on the Fear Free Childbirth Facebook group so that if you are a member, you can just dive in and add your comments, maybe share some links that you think might be helpful for Amanda. If you're not a member of the Fear Free Childbirth Facebook group, then why on earth not? Do come and join us. We had Lucy in there, who was the person, she shared her birth story last week and she was in there taking questions about her birth story. In fact, a lot of our guests have been there taking questions following the podcast episode. So do come in, do knock on the door, we'll let you in. We'd love you to come and join us. So yeah, she's, so this is Amanda who wants help on her triplets. Now, I did mention that Amanda is a friend of the show. What did I mean by friend of the show? Aren't all listeners friend of the shows? Well, no, what I mean by that is she supports the show using Patreon. Now, I set up a Patreon account a while ago. If you've been listening to the show, you'll know I've been looking for podcast sponsors or ways for me to continue bringing you the show. And if you don't know, well, let me tell you, podcasting is a ton of work. There's loads of stuff that goes on behind the scenes, editing, researching, doing all the online stuff, the publishing, the blah, blah. There's there's loads. And I need people to help me to do this because it's too much for me to do on my own with the other parts of the business that I have to do as well. So I, but in order for people to help me, I have to pay them. And so that's why I need to find some money from the podcast to pay people to help me do the show. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to carry on doing it for much longer. So uh, one idea that in fact, Amanda brought to me was, hey, why don't you set up a Patreon account? And this Patreon is basically like crowdfunding for content creators and enables people to support the content creator in what it is they're doing. So for podcasts, that means it means listeners of the show can support the podcast 
podcaster in what they're doing by maybe paying an amount every month. So you can support the show from as little as $2 a month, which is less than a coffee, right? So, but you can go much more than that if you want. And if, depending on how much you want to contribute, then you get extra rewards and things like that. Uh, And you can actually take part in planning some of the show and dictating what kind of things you want covered on the show and helping me put all that in place, if that's what you want. So if you'd like to support the show, then head over to the Patreon page, which you can find from the podcast page at the Fear Free Childbirth site, or simply go to patreon.com forward slash Alexia L. That's my name with the first letter from my surname. So that would be super, super appreciated. And we do have a a wall over on Patreon where we're sharing some things with the other supporters of the show there too. Anyway, enough of all that. Now it's time to get back to today's show, which is all about pain and fear of pain. Now, I have talked already about pain during birth on another podcast episode. I think I did it quite early on in season one. And that episode is called How Fear Creates Pain During Birth. So today I'm going to kind of zoom into that one or at least take a a slightly different angle because pain is such a biggie when it comes to birth. And so what I'd like to zoom in on is simply the idea of pain and it's very, very close relative a fear of pain. Now, most pregnant women have got this fear, actually, when it comes to their upcoming birth. And as I mentioned, I've got loads of women going through my video training programme and they're all emailing me, telling me about their fears. And the one that comes up time and time again is the whole pain thing and how pain is such a worry for them. And whether that's in birth, whether it's the pain of having stitches afterwards and being sewn up, whether it's the pain of having to recover from birth. You know, this pain just plays such a dominant role in women's fears and worries during their pregnancy. So for me, this is really quite an important one and one worth exploring on the podcast. And to be honest, this was a huge one for me too. And when I was looking into my own fears and trying to overcome all my fears as part of my first pregnancy, I quickly realised that my fear of pain was very, very near the top of the list. And it was so big for me that really early on in my first pregnancy, before I even realised that I had this fear of pain, but, you know, it was all, all my fear of birth was just so big. Um, But I was seriously considering a C-section and that was to avoid the pain of birth. Now, looking back, Goodness, am I grateful that I was able to offload that fear because otherwise I would have opted needlessly to put myself through major surgery and I would have missed out on this incredible home birth experience that I ended up having. So you see, our fears can make us take certain choices or make certain decisions that might not actually be right for us. When we're being controlled that way by our negative emotions, So how can we address this fear of pain in a meaningful way? Well, there are some circles in birthing that simply suggest that you should just stop using the P word. But for me, and I'm afraid, I'm sorry if I'm going against common thinking in birth, but for me, this smacks a bit of denial and of positive thinking. And anyway, just because you've decided to stop using the word, it doesn't mean that everybody else has. So trying to control other people's behaviour 
is not exactly a great strategy if you want to remain calm and stress-free because the only person that's going to get stressed in that situation is you. So for me, trying to get other people to do a certain thing, to live within your rules is just setting yourself up for failure in my opinion. So instead, I'm of the opinion that you need to embrace pain. So hear me out. Now, imagine for one moment that you lived in the world of Xena Warrior Princess. Yes, stick with me here, ladies. Honestly, this is a good one. Now, imagine in the world of Xena Warrior Princess that wandering in this world was this big, scary, mythological creature that terrorised the locals. I mean, you know, when I think about these big creatures, I'm thinking like a minotaur or maybe the big dogs from the Ghostbuster films at the top of the building. Whatever, you know, that that kind of scary thing. Now, if one of these creatures lived in Xena's world, what would Xena do? Well, I don't think she'd be hiding behind trees and making sure that nobody ever mentioned its name, would she? No, no, she wouldn't. She would hunt it down, jump on its back, and then she'd take control of it and use it to fight the baddies of the day. She would, wouldn't she? Now, Rachel, another mama who's been going through my training series, she totally, totally gets this. She said, I just want to be realistic and allow the possibility of pain into my birth. I have not done anything with hypnobirthing and acknowledge the importance of the pain and the cascade of hormones during birth. Because, well, let's face it, if you welcome pain into your world and acknowledge its intention, you're better able to tap into its power. Because at the end of the day, pain has a positive intention that we often dismiss. In our day-to-day life, pain is actually a signal from the body that something needs attention, perhaps a physical or an emotional aspect that needs healing. But in birth, the word pain is used to cover a broad range of sensations. Now, yeah, some of these might mean that something needs attention. But some of these sensations might simply be the sheer power of nature birthing your baby, which is not something that requires attention or healing. Instead, it requires you to ride this incredible wave of energy, to embrace it, grab it, jump on it, use it. Don't pretend it's not there. It's this avoidance and denial that turns into pain because that need to avoid it and its accompanying fear is what needs to be healed. But paradoxically, I'd like to suggest that we refer to it as something else. Hear me out. I know you're thinking, hang on a minute, Lex, you said we can use the word pain, we should use the word pain, and now you're saying we need to call it something else. No, this is what I mean. Like when I think back to both of my births, if you ask me what they felt like, then you'll hear me saying words like intense, relentless, powerful, hardcore, because That's how those sensations felt for me. But they weren't painful. Getting stitched up afterwards was painful, but that was very short-lived and manageable. Stubbing my toe out is painful. Going to the dentist is painful, but birth wasn't. When you're doing something physical that's demanding and requires you to dig really deep, is that really pain? Like do marathon runners say that they're running in pain? They probably say it's hard and tough, but they don't probably call it pain. 
So why not keep the word pain for painful things, like the things that need attention or healing, and not just use it whenever we're just too lazy to use a word that's more appropriate? Now, the thing is, the one thing I've noticed is this. A fear of pain is a bit of a sneaky, slippery, slidey thing that doesn't always reveal itself, or at least it's not always that obvious at first. Let me explain myself. I had this email from a mama, I think it was last week, and she emailed me to tell me about her fear of tension. This is what she said. When I know pain is coming, I tense my body. I try really hard to stay calm and breathe deeply. And when I do, the pain is definitely lessened. Yet my body still defaults to tensing before pain. If I can keep my body from tensing, I think that would cover 80% of my obstacles to having a pain-free birth. This, my lovelies, is a fear of pain in disguise. The reason that she is tensing is because she's fearing the pain. But that's not all that I spotted in what she was saying. There's something else going on here too. There's something else that caught my attention. Another thing she said was this, and I'll say it again because you've heard me say it already, when I know pain is coming. Well, hang on a minute. See, that bit there is called anticipation of pain, and that is pretty much a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because if you haven't listened to the other podcast, let me just remind you, there are two things that make pain worse or increase our experience or perception of it. And these two things are this, anticipating the pain and fearing the pain. So let me just explain those a little bit more. Now, anticipating the pain, first of all, back to what this lady emailed me. She said, when I know pain is coming, well, who says that pain is on its way? Did some little time lord appear in your world and say, hey, honey, in 15 minutes, you're going to experience some really bad pain. Ready? Get your boots on. Get ready for it. No, of course not. Because during birth, that's not necessarily the case. But thinking so almost guarantees it. Now, it's slightly different when, let's say, you're going to the dentist and you're about to get your teeth pulled out. Because, yes, some things just hurt. But childbirth isn't one of them. Yes, now I know. Yes, I know what you're saying. Of course it can be. And for many women it is. In fact, for many women it's excruciatingly painful. But it's not a surefire thing and it's not a definite thing that happens to everyone. So instead of assuming that pain is coming your way, how about imagining the possibility that for you it isn't? Just simply be open to it. How's that for starters? How does that feel if you try and just be open to the possibility that you won't experience pain? Already you might notice a lot of resistance to that very idea and yet we're just messing about in our heads here, right? But let's just have a little bit more fun. Why not take this further and imagine that your birth is going to be pleasurable, orgasmic even, You know, many women do report experiencing orgasms during birth. So why don't you anticipate that instead? Remember, this is all happening in your head. You're making all of it up. So why don't you make up something nice? Take control where it counts, right? Which is in your head. Now, having said all that, that doesn't mean to say that if pain does show up for you on the day that you failed. 
But if pain does show up or intensity, however you want to call it, it'll be much more manageable and you'll be much better able to handle it. And actually, you might not even consider it to be pain. You might consider it to be hardcore and intense, but it won't fall in the pain category, or at least it's less likely to. Now, there's going to be a few of you listening, and you might be one of them, that might be saying to me, hang on a minute, I need to prepare myself for this. So anticipating it is just me preparing myself. Well, actually, I say crap to that. Prepare? Seriously, like, what kind of preparation are you going to be doing exactly? Yeah, answer me that. What exactly are you doing to prepare? Because preparing for pain is actually just psyching yourself up for a truly painful experience. It is. So, sure, if you want that, go for it. Now, The reason I I do speak with some experience on this matter, when I was scared of injections, I believed too that I needed to prepare myself for the inevitability of the awful experience that was the injection. But looking back, I now realise how utter crap that was. The truth is you're just prolonging the agony of anticipation. So just stop this nonsense already of believing that you need to prepare for a crappy experience. You don't. So that is all I'm going to say on the matter of anticipating pain. You do not need to anticipate pain. But if you do, anticipating pain is going to make your experience of pain worse or increase your experience of it. Now, I mentioned there were two things that make pain worse. The second one is this. It's a fear of pain. So already we've talked about how fear creates pain in birth. So I'm not going to go diving right into that aspect here because there's a whole podcast on it. But suffice to say, because we know that fear is known to create pain as part of the fear tension pain cycle when it comes to birth, then we know that a fear of pain is going to jump straight into this and feed it beautifully. So we just need to avoid it altogether. Are you up for that? Just avoid fearing pain altogether and that in itself will reduce our experience of it. So this all sounds well and good, right? But how can we actually address a fear of pain? And I guess more importantly is, this is the question that everybody wants to know the answer to, is what can we do to minimise pain during birth? Well, there are three things that we need to do. And you might now want to maybe grab a pen because this is where things start getting juicy or at least practical. So that if you want to clear this from your life, then this is when I start sharing some real practical ways that you can do that. Okay, so I said three things. The first thing is this. Number one is make friends with pain. Now, if you make friends with pain, you will no longer fear it in the same way, if at all. Because when you like something, when you admire what it can bring, when you respect it, when you think it does have value in some way, and you don't think of it as this completely nasty thing that is to be avoided at all costs, then you're less likely to fear it. So just embracing it and making friends with it is a really great place to start. And this alone can make such a great difference during birth. Now, as we know, a huge element of pain is psychological. We know that because 
Everybody experiences pain differently. What's painful for one isn't painful for another. You know, what might be super painful for somebody doesn't necessarily mean the same or is experienced in the same way by somebody else. And when we're using up our headspace, saying things like, oh, I'm just not sure I'm going to be able to cope with the pain. Well, it's just not going to help, is it? So what can we do? Well, a really great place to start is this. Have you got your pen? Write out 30 reasons why pain is a good thing. I dare you. Yeah, do it. And if you do, send it to me. And if I get enough responses, I will do a whole episode on all the reasons why pain is a great thing. And you never know, we might have enough reasons to really help lots of other women coming through behind you, let's say six months down the line when they're pregnant and they're wrestling with this very thing and you can help somebody else by going through this exercise. So not only are you doing this for yourself, but you can do this for others. So yeah, 30 reasons why pain is a good thing. Now the thing is, you're probably sitting there thinking, 30? I can barely think of two. Yeah, well that might well be the case, but force yourself And that might mean being super creative, getting a little bit crazy, a little bit funny, a little bit whoopy, whatever it is. But you need to come up with 30 reasons. And this is such a powerful exercise because it really forces you to think differently and open up your mind to different perspectives, different considerations, different thoughts and ideas. And so just because some of those reasons are crazy, funny, impossible or whatever, doesn't really matter. What's happening here is that you're shifting perspective and your mind is opening. And when that happens, that's where magic happens. And who doesn't want a bit of magic? Not me. Anyway, I love a bit of magic. Okay, that was number one, make friends with pain. Number two, don't anticipate it. Now, pretty obvious given we talked about how anticipating it makes it worse. So yeah, the opposite, which is don't. Now, as I mentioned earlier, just imagine that you're about to experience something else, preferably something positive that doesn't scare you. You know, that would be that'd be great. Now, again, it's really important to keep tabs on what your mind is up to because you'll need to avoid thinking things like, oh my goodness, another contraction. This is really going to hurt. How am I going to cope? You just don't need that. You don't need those kind of thoughts going on in your head whatsoever. So get rid of those. Just get rid of them, okay? A huge part of anticipation of pain when it comes to birth is the belief around pain. Because we believe that childbirth is painful. And we believe that because we see it written everywhere, we hear it everywhere, that's all we hear. But what we're failing to do here is applying a little bit of common sense. Yes, we know childbirth can be painful. For some people it is. And yet, for some people it isn't. So why are we only listening and believing to those who say it is painful? Why do they have the final word? Why are we basing our future experience of birth on what these people are saying? Just because it was their experience doesn't mean that's going to be your experience. And why is it that whenever a woman says that she has had a pain-free birth, it will always be described like this. Woman claims to have had pain-free birth. Claims? Claims? Seriously? Claims? The word claims implies that she's making this outlandish claim that is highly unlikely. You know, like a you might see a headline somewhere that says, Hiker claims he came face to face with a Yeti. 
And then everyone kind of rolls their eyes and goes like, yeah, right, sure, whatever, and move on. You know, why don't we just say, hey, this woman had a pain-free birth? You know, no big deal. Yeah, whatever. Not claims, because it completely undermines her experience already. And women are guilty of this. This is not a men thing. Men don't get involved in this at all. This is a woman thing, okay? And we've got to protect our own here and be honest, but also not stupid and make other people's experiences worse than they have to be. We have to help each other through these experiences because these are very powerful experiences. Birth experience is a very important, sacred and you know, powerful experience for a woman to go through. And we need to make that experience as positive as possible. So let's not like perpetuate this idea that birth is always going to be painful because that is not the case. It doesn't have to be that way. Right. I'm now going to go on to the third thing that you can do. I'm going to get off my little ranty soapbox and go on to third thing. So what is the third thing that you can do to help you to minimise your experience of pain during birth? Well, it's this, and you've probably guessed it already. It's clear your fear of it. Now, you won't be surprised I'm saying that because I'm all about the fear clearance. So yes, spending time clearing your fear of pain is going to help you massively because once you no longer fear it, you're less likely to tense in anticipation. That's if you're still anticipating it, which I hope you're not. And so by clearing the fear, you won't actually trigger the fear, tension, pain cycle. Ta-da! Result, right? This is what we want. This is what we want. And so that's it. You make friends with pain, then you don't anticipate it, and then you clear your fear of it. And those three things together will have such a huge impact on the likelihood of you experiencing pain, or at least the level of pain that you will experience. So... Now, how you choose to reduce your fear of pain will depend on how strong it is for you. Now, you might find that just doing some research around the birthing body is going to help you and that's going to be sufficient for you to reduce your fear of pain, but that might not be enough. The next thing you can do is use the technique that I share on my free video series. That can work wonders for you to take the power out of your fear. And I've got some people that have used that really successfully to completely transform their fear and turn them into the mindset where they're totally embracing it. So that might be enough for you. But if your fear is more deep rooted than that, then you might need something a little bit stronger. Now, the technique that I use, that I use for my own fear clearance that's in the Fearless Birthing Academy might be the kind of technique that you might need to do your fear clearance. But why don't you start off by using my free video series, first of all, to use the logical list tool that I share and see how you get on. Of course, there are plenty of other techniques out there that can help you to reduce your fear of pain. So go and find them, go and find them. But if you want to check out, check out my free video series, then that will at least help you to reduce your fear using the technique that I share in that video. OK, I hope that today was useful and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. You've just been listening to me, Alexia Leachman, here on the Fear Free Childbirth Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, this is just a wee reminder that if you'd like to listen to bonus podcast episodes and have access to loads of birth preparation downloads, my video mini-series on reducing your fears and so much more, then join the Fearless Mamaship community today. You can join at fearfreechildbirth.com. Until next time, bye for now.